0: How you doing, Sean? Uh, not too bad. That's good. A uh, busy day for you,
1: I imagine. Um, today not so much. I've only had this will be my third one today.
0: Ah, okay. You got one after uh, this? You got that one after this then? Or no?
1: No, this is my last one. Last week, let's see, I've been doing this since October 4th. About every other day, I'll have about seven. Wow. But today today's been slow, so I like today. <laughs>
0: Well, everybody wants to talk to you about your new film, so and
1: and who can blame them, right? I mean, I'm I'm happy that people are interested.
0: <laughs> when I saw "Don't Fuck in the Woods" two was coming out, I I was like, "You're kidding me! This is all, This is great!" <laughs> but where is he going to go with this? <laughs> right, you know, um. So I guess uh, we could get started. Uh, uh, The first question is, did you have it planned to do a sequel? Because the way this number two opens, it almost felt like it. Or was that just a cut scene that you ended up repurposing? Because it looked, I'm like, did he really replicate the first? I'm like, no, that's that's almost too accurate. (laughs) No offense,
1: but... (laughs) Um, We did use a very tiny bit of footage Sure. From the first one for the opening scene. Mm-hmm. As far as the wide stuff where you right. see Brandy and the creature together. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, um, everything else was shot new. Wow. Um, we had a team of people from Rising Fire Films in Arizona shoot that, where Brandy's at. Okay. And then they sent the footage to me and I cut it together. Um, I did end up having to. Um, spoilers, people. When, uh, oh, we'll say, when when that character vomits. Yes, yes. Um, that's actually Brittany Blanton wearing a wig. <laughs> and they got that in my kitchen.
0: Uh, yeah uh the 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 magic of movies and indie filmmaking right
1: <laughs> and i tell you what that's one of the reasons i keep doing this stuff is because yeah. no nobody would ever know like that that scene part of it was shot in my kitchen
0: it well that's what i wanted to ask because all of it blended well it, it made me i'm like Wait, did he shoot this with a plan to do a sequel six years later? I I think it is now, uh, or five years. It's like because it really blended well, and, and that just you know, and it sets up for the rest of the film, obviously. But I would, it just blew my mind when it opened like that. And I'm like, that really looks like he shot it. You know, like maybe if we do a sequel, I'll have this footage on this.
1: Right. I mean, we had. I mean. I left it open for a sequel, but, sure. I, you know, it was one of those things that I don't want to, no, I don't want to say that. I'm completely <laughs> fine with shoving products in people's faces. I have no problem with that. But it's like, if there wasn't a story that I felt could continue on, you know, at that point, I feel you're just beating a dead horse. Sure. So I don't really want to do that. Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, man, there's so many things I still want to make. So I don't want to like waste kind of time on one thing just because it may make a little more money than something else.
0: Sure, sure.
1: But you,
0: you've got plenty of other ideas, and and to keep going back to the well, you, I I can understand that. But you made this feel fresh. I I, I like your your expansion of the mythos that you had there uh what what were your influences for it it felt a little bit like the thing was worked in there and uh maybe so, uh, you know slither and it it, it, it had some influences
1: I, i've always been like i just growing up i was a huge fan of creature features mm-hmm. and critters and critters Two, hell even critters three and four <laughs> were like just very close to my heart and i knew like I wanted to show like an evolution of these creatures. Mm-hmm. So it's like in the first film, we see like the final ha, evolution. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone has always asked like, well, what's their origin? What's the origin story? of? Sure. So <laughs> I knew I didn't want to tell people, but I wanted to show some of their origin and still leave people in the dark. Sure because okay perfect example do you know where the creature from the black lagoon originated from nope (laughs) all it says is the amazon
0: right yeah that's it there was no there was no other thing outside of where you know the location but that's it you don't know how it was formed or whatever you know right
1: so i'm completely cool with not telling anybody where this thing (laughs) you know yeah. um but yeah i definitely just i took inspiration um from critters just mm-hmm. because <laughs> it's critters and i love it uh but then like slither as well a mm-hmm. little bit of night of the creeps um <laughs> i want to say the thing sure i come in a little bit you're gonna see that inspiration in the next one Ooh <laughs> when, when and if that ever happens?
0: Just just leave people wanting more. There you go. You always want to leave them wanting more, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I I was I really it felt like this was initially a planned out thing the way you have it written. So you know, props there for for feeling the continuity and especially getting Brittany Blanton back and it, it it really feels like this was just shot back to back even though i know there there was some distance between it uh you know how, how open was Brittany to come back to play the jane character <laughs>
1: see Britney was surprisingly like i mean in the first one she wasn't as behind the scenes as she was mm. in like the second one or any of the other films we've done so it's like Really, she just showed up and worked to where, like, you know, she wasn't, as, I don't want to say as involved, but she yeah. didn't have to live a lot of the, the nightmare of making that first one. She was just like a bystander of it. Sure. Uh, So Brittany was completely open. And uh, I actually talked to her. We went to a convention like three weeks ago now.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, on on the drive up there, I was like, "So don't, you know, a number, a, a third one." What <laughs> do you think? <laughs> and like she would joke around with me, like, "Oh my god, no, no, no!" But she'll she'd do it.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you 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 know you had don't fuck in the woods, but you've had many projects in between that one and the sequel, and I imagine it it was you learn with every project. I hear so. Uh, did yeah. you, did you, you know, what did you pick up from the first one that you, you did differently with the second one?
1: Honestly, not a thing. Not a <laughs> thing? <laughs> thing? Because. Sure. I mean, other than like with the first one, I know I was doing a lot of things the wrong way because we right. just couldn't afford to do them the right way. So like, you know, like the the whole Oh, wow. Any night scene, really, Mm -hmm. in the first film. We set three lights up in a a big triangular fashion, and we filmed everything inside that triangle. (laughs) That way we didn't have to move lights, because moving lights and setting them up in a different way, that just takes more time. Sure, sure. So it's like, the first one, we, like, basically... We just did not listen to any filmmaking laws or rules. We just went completely against the grain. And that's why it took so long to make. Sure. Um, so, with the second one, um, first off, I put the camera down. Mm-hmm. This was uh, my first film that I did not shoot. Oh, okay. So uh, I, I passed that camera to uh, Travis Wilson and I. I mean, Travis Wilson is one of my best friends. I work with him. Like, he's my go-to guy. Sure. Because I will ask some really crazy shots out of him. <laughs> and like, okay, no, no, of course not. You don't have money to get things. Mm-hmm. We have to make them work. <laughs> and he'll find a way to make them work.
0: And, and make them work you do. Uh, was, it, was it tough? to hand over the camera since you know you're usually behind it or was it kind of a relief to to hand off the camera
1: I would say the first day or two it was nerve-wracking because at first they like they built like I can't remember what they call it but like I had a monitor and a chair sure. I could sit yeah down and just that's not me That <laughs> <laughs> like I tried. we did it. we did that the the first night i i like humored them and i'm just like man it took like an hour and a half to set this up to where i can just watch a screen when i can just not watch a screen and just hit play on a playback and watch it in a couple minutes
0: sure sure
1: we, we then went that route
0: <laughs> and that, that that way you could you could be behind the cameraman right do do the old school director where you're standing behind the cameraman and
1: see i did a little but then like Uh you know i've been that cameraman and i know i did not like directors like (laughs) behind me, like (laughs) so i did a little bit but then i did sure um it, it just got to a point where it's like okay travis he knows what he's doing he's listening to anything I have to input this works. So mm-hmm. it, it took wrong for me to let go of that. Um, he probably regrets that now, <laughs> but it didn't take me all that long.
0: <laughs> and, uh, you know, you assembled, you, obviously like with any horror film, uh, when you have a sequel, uh, there's not usually many people to carry over to a sequel. <laughs> uh, but, uh, You know, how did you assemble this cast? Because I I noticed a number of uh, folks that I recognize from from films like, you know, Kaylee Williams and and Jason Crow and that, Uh, you know, uh, what process did you go through to uh, assemble this new cast?
1: Well, Jason and Kaylee are like, they they are, I will say, the two people um, that I, I wanted to work with. Sure. Kaylee, like. When we first started, like probably 10 years before this, uh, I saw her in uh, some movie. Oh, I can't even think of what it's called now. Mm-hmm. Um, Sliceless of Life. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. I saw her in that and I was like, hey, that she's not that bad. And this was about the time we were casting our very first film. Mm-hmm. So... She of course didn't talk to us or anything because they're like uh, new filmmakers. I don't know, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd always wanted to work with her. I reached out to her, we started talking. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie and say that it didn't help that the first film had been people have heard of it, sure. Um, so there was that, um, and then Jason Crow. Um, he was supposed to be in the first one and there was a scheduling error that I made and like there for a minute, like we were angry at one another.
0: Sure. But
1: then like, thankfully, like Jason is such a cool guy and we got, we got past that. And, uh, I, I remember the first day on set, I made him a photo. And it was a picture of Thelma and Louise, except it was my face and his face. (laughs) (laughs) And I gave it to him, like, in a thank you note. Um, But yeah, casting was super, super easy. We got a lot of submissions. And the hardest part was just telling people, like, thanks, but no thanks. Sure, sure. Like, you're awesome. Like, it's like, I don't know. I'm, I've never been one to be like, no. <laughs> I'm kind of like, I'm sure we can find something for you. Sure. So, yeah. I had to be a lot more picky this time. Plus, uh, Cheyenne Gordon, he helped uh, cast it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because he developed uh, several of the new characters. Mm. And you yeah. know, he had, he had like four what they kind of look like in mind. She's sure. Cheyenne's that kind of writer. <laughs> I, I will put like, no, I won't I'll just put um, lead man. I won't okay. give him a name or anything yet because it's like once you give them a name, then be, they become a character and you start seeing what they look like. And then when you can't find it, you just get frustrated. Sure. And well, I went through that with Cheyenne before and it was <laughs> not fun.
0: <laughs> is that why cheyenne chose the gill character <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> what's funny is that uh before he started writing it um because i loved he acted in uh the wicked one mm-hmm. and i loved him in that he was so believable um this is before i really knew Cheyenne mm-hmm. and what an asshole he can be <laughs> I'm kidding I love Cheyenne Uh, (laughs) but yeah I had worked with him he's in um, Animal Inside what used to be known as Betsy Um, he's the werewolf at the beginning that attacks Um, so I would worked with him a couple times before and it got to the point where I can't remember if we were talking about casting someone as Gil or if he just offered and I was like done (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, one less one, one less roll the cast right
1: <laughs> like i know it wasn't a fight by any means we weren't like arguing like hmm, i wonder who should be gill uh yeah and, and he fit so
0: no i i i like the the character gill actually i i enjoyed the characters as well much like in the first one in fact i watched the first one before watching the second one again just to refresh myself and uh I did notice that watching them back to back, there are a few possible uh, were they intentional nods to the first one? I mean, uh, just like a couple scenes that were similar, and maybe a couple lines of dialogue, or or was it just a coincidence?
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: (laughs) 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 That's and that's where we're going to leave it. Okay. uh but i you know i i enjoyed uh the nods to to various things but your new characters too all felt uh fresh and different um you know they they still felt like okay horror your standard you're you know they're they're going to be an interesting dynamic you get the hornball and you got the you know the 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 uh ones who you want to be together and the reluctant couple and, and all of that uh you know, the variety of characters that you have in here, though, was, was it trying to... How difficult is it, I guess, where I'm going with it, is to try to come up with characters that at least seem uh, a variation or, or different than the ones... than just repeating the same characters from the first film?
1: Um, this is going to sound really, really... Uh, lazy. Hmm. But thankfully... Um, we've had tons of horror movies before this one kind of do the same thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, in all reality, like these movies, like I tried. The goal was, to, you know, the first one to pay homage to, you know, this uh, 70s and early 80s, like camping movies. Mm-hmm. And then with this one, I really wanted to pay homage to, you know, the like Friday the 13th, like at a camp. Sure. Style movie and all being creature features trying to tie that into there um there, there were there, there were lots of knots <laughs> a lot of people say like the i mean the first film obviously like i'm tipping the hat to predator mm-hmm. and a, a ton of other films so it's like i don't know i i think it's just fun to do that
0: yeah the the uh, and i have no problems with it if it's done in a creative way which you you do have here um you know and and the the characters we have here are at least feel uh different enough from the first one to where they have their own identity uh in here and and interesting situations as well that you have put these characters in uh for sure uh so the the um not the exploitation cinema. Let's just get that out here. I mean, I mean, we know the title. The title of the film. That's you know, I've told people uh, who I've talked to, I'm like, if you don't get it from the title of the film, what to expect from this movie. Um, you shouldn't have probably popped the movie on you know VOD or whatever, right. <laughs> Because you do have the exploitation scenes in here. Were there any scenes that you did that uh, that you had written on paper, but you're like. Nah, we we we
1: can't really do that one. <laughs> Surprisingly, no, no. Well, yes, but it didn't really apply to the exploitation part, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we just ended up. Uh, the original ending of this film was completely different. Mm. It happens in the woods. It was more of a nod to like Jaws. Okay. <laughs> there was no shark in the woods though
0: which we haven't had yet so if you want to make one we've got sharks in just about everywhere else but not in the woods
1: Uh, i don't don't know if i want to jump on that train yet (laughs) Uh, but no the the one hardest thing to film was um well let's figure out how to say this um, Kaylee.
0: Mm-hmm. I know which one you're ta- which scene you're talking attached
1: about. Attached to her, yes.
0: the <laughs> The way the parasite attached to her, I was like, that did not expect that shot. Very impressed you went there. I was like, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't wait till more people see that, and I can talk about how we did that. Mm-hmm. Because I know people want to know already <laughs> people have been messaging me like, how'd you get her to do that? And I'm like, I didn't get her to do that. I would like really like, no, that's 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 not a real.
0: yeah, it's movie magic. It's movie magic.
1: There we go. That's what we'll say.
0: just we'll just say it was movie magic uh, <laughs> So yeah, it just I mean, don't get me wrong it, it got the effect I think you were going for I was just my eyes just went oh okay <laughs> yep but at the same time I was like nah <laughs> you know uh, but uh, that leads me to the makeup and practical effects that you did for this film Um, you know for for being a independent film on a limited budget in that I will say all the practical effects very much impressed me um you know uh how much work and time uh, did it go into planning of just how much you had to do practical and where you might have to use uh, a bit of digital work
1: i mean i want to say oh we probably had about six months of pre-production of just like effects of what we wanted to do to do Mm -hmm. um which thankfully when the blu-ray comes out I know the blu-ray for sure has uh special features
0: mm-hmm.
1: that shows part of because we didn't even get to see the second like evolution of right. what they turn into before they turn into the creature from the first one. So like we're missing a stage in there. Mm-hmm. Um but we had we had sculpted everything out because they have like, I mean, full arms, like sculpts to where we were making appliances that could be laid on. Um, so we sculpted, molded. It, it was nuts. I mean, my house was literally just, I have like an L-shaped bar in my kitchen that's about 20 foot by like six foot maybe. And it was just covered in these molds or sculpting clay. We were we were super busy, Um, but Rob Collins, Steve Stephen J. Hodkey, and uh, Blaze Bolden they knocked it out of the park. They uh, they definitely (laughs) should have been paid more uh, for um, everything they had to do and the heat and things that they had to endure, Mm -hmm. like it was definitely a massive undertaking.
0: Well, well, I think it pays off because it just, it looked great. All of it. I'm watching the effects and, you know, not just your uh, practical effects and the little, the little uh, uh, creatures and such that you have uh, around, but also the makeup effects on the actors as well. Uh, You know, and, and what you did there all looks, you know, high, high value. So you know i I you know congrats to, to you and your team on that because uh I've watched a lot of indie films and and while I've enjoyed them, the effects tend to show the budget. but in here, yeah. I didn't feel that at all the way they were painted and everything uh you know the the way it did the way it plays out too and how you use them it it really was I'm like this is impressive
1: <laughs> thank you they they, they definitely they worked their butts off and it it sucks that we didn't get to use much of the footage from the end of the film to where mm-hmm. we have the stage because literally like we're talking like uh like brandy mason was supposed to come back in the second one i can say this because sure. yeah um she was gonna be like the big bad creature at the mm-hmm. end of the second one And, like, she was basically fully naked. And she had these, like, big patches of, like, scale coming through her skin that looked crazy. Um, It just got to a point where on that first block of shooting, we knew we weren't going to be able to finish everything in time. Mm -hmm. We'd rather hold on to the days that we had reserved at that camp versus try to push it and then not get what we needed
0: right right I can understand that I mean that's I, I think a lot of people don't realize you know that's the choices you have especially when you work on a limited time that you had now uh did you do a lot of location scouting trying to find the uh camp you wanted or uh did you have in mind an idea of where you wanted to shoot this
1: um luckily uh the the very first camp we looked at It was close enough. It was about a 45-minute drive away from my house. And uh, it just, it worked. Mm -hmm. Then it wasn't super expensive. Um,
0: Did they know what you were going to shoot in the name of the movie?
1: (laughs) They didn't at first. Uh Yeah. But then, like, I didn't really want to, like, try to pull the wool over their Uh eyes or anything because I was like, Watch us start filming, and then they like kick us out because of what it's called. Right. Um. So I did, and luckily they were cool with it. Um. That campground is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just out there this past weekend. We, we film a lot out there now. <laughs> so we've done like three films out there now. Oh wow! All in different sections of the campground because it's so big. Sure.
0: Now, now, when did you shoot? don't fuck in the woods too was that pre-pandemic or was that uh during or post (laughs) yes yes all of it
1: (laughs) um it started before Mm -hmm. we had uh some reshoots during Uh, um and then we ended up i'm trying to remember yeah the cave the cave situation was right before Mm. um and then the stuff with uh the girls in the car who are looking for i can't even where they're looking for um that was actually a reshoot that we shot during the pandemic um which was it i don't want to say it sucked but we shot in october so we was cold (laughs) What? it was cold plus everything was orange mm-hmm. so we had to have um a digital artist go in and correct all the leaf color Oof. like all the background color that way things could <laughs> match.
0: <imagine laughs> so you do oh no it's this isn't fall this is summer yeah yeah exactly
1: <laughs> um we went in with leaf blowers blowing all the leaves out of the way. Like it it was a task just doing that for like a handful of scenes. Mm -hmm. It was luckily we did it in one day. Wow. Uh, All their scenes out, anything with, um, Julian, uh, Prescott and, uh, Kara McConnell. Mm. Uh, we knocked those out all in, in one day
0: wow it, it i mean yeah you can't tell that it was shot in fall <laughs> but now that you told me that it was in fall i have even more respect for the scenes those two are <laughs> together yeah <laughs> like, okay um, you know and, and when you shoot a film like this i imagine your performers know what they're in for uh is, is there is there a lot of like pre-talk in that of exactly how how you're going to handle things in that, especially for the more uh, uh, less clothing scenes? I always wondered how you know how that how that's handled. I hear some conversations to where actor you know actors are kind of surprised by oh you know they get to set and they're like oh we're doing this now, but you know was there some you know did you were you able to talk through and kind of prepare people? Hey, this is what you're going to be doing.
1: Yeah, I would. I would try my best to like just communicate and like make them feel as comfortable as possible. Like this is the shot we're going to, we're going to get, this is how much of you we're going to see. We're not going to like push the boundary. If like, if you're not cool with what we have planned out, let's find mm-hmm. a happy medium. Um, And everybody was super cool. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, Like, there wasn't really a fight or anything (laughs) bad about it. Um, Surprisingly, the shower scene, um, that was kind of scripted on the fly because what I had written wasn't... It was much less tame. (laughs) (laughs) It was much tamer.
0: Much tamer, sure.
1: To where... um, God, I feel like that was the shot. We weren't doing anything. So... Uh, they the, the actors were like, do you want to go film this? Because it was going to be a small crew anyway. So uh, we went in there and filmed it. And Mark Justice and Kinsey Phillips just, they talked about it real quick, planned it out. And uh, Mar- Mark Justice was in uh, Drew Marvick's uh, Pool Party Massacre. Mm-hmm. So we had the Pool Party Massacre hat in the scene. Uh, I liked that. Um, yeah, that was one of those nods. Uh, but yeah, every everybody was super cool um, and understanding. Like, you know, I didn't have anybody like in the casting process be like, "Oh, you mean you want me to be nude in this or topless?" It's like, I mean, I'm not saying you have to by any means, but it is called don't fucking. <laughs> two uh it's gonna be some nudity
0: (laughs) it just maybe yeah you you know kind of what to expect that's what i love about the title it doesn't you know you did not retitle it or anything and i'm glad you didn't because it i think it helps everybody know exactly what you're in for you know uh i I, there's you know there was a film (laughs) there was a film i ran across on hulu if you uh, bear with me a little bit, I, I, I ran across, I'm flipping through it, it was called Zombie Decadence. And I'm like, well, that's a hell of a name. And I started to watch it and I'm like, this seems very familiar. And I'm watching it some more and I'm like, I recognize this scene. And it turns out it was a, it was actually released as uh, Zombies versus uh, Strippers. Uh, okay. And, and I was like, I, actually, I like the Zombie Decadence. <laughs> title better you know uh but but that doesn't tell you exactly what you're in for versus zombie versus strippers which is basically hey you get zombie or don't fuck in the woods you know uh but that shower scene was was whole what i liked about that is and i think some people miss it sometimes um that scene went on long enough to where it suddenly became humorous it it was you know at first it, it it starts off kind of okay your standard, okay, sensual. And then after a while it just gets so out of head, you're just like starting <laughs> to chuckle.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's what's great is that Mark Justice. <laughs> so like me and him had, had never met, and then he gets to set and he's like a man, he I don't know if he was just trying to be his character like jock, like yeah. But he came in like cold. Like fucking Clint Eastwood, just kind of like he sat down, and he slept. Like I didn't get to talk to him a lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then when he went to act, it was completely different. So I'm like, all right, what's this guy's problem? Does he not <laughs> like me or something? Right. And yeah. then it was, that's, that's just Mark. He's a, he's, he's a, he's an odd guy, but I love mm-hmm. him to death. And he is he is a pretty man. Mm -hmm. I was pretty man. He
0: he was. He was he was definitely uh yeah, easy, very photogenic. His entire body, in fact, was very photogenic. (laughs) One of the other scenes that just seemed like they were having so much fun, and, and we talked about them before, but they got a scene together, which I'm trying to I was trying to remember through all the films I've watched. I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen these two together. I was trying to remember, but jason and kaylee their whole scene was just adorably fun and i know it sounds weird to sound to say that for a film like this but it was these two they seemed like they were just having fun uh you know (laughs) that's where was it just they just let them you just let them go or
1: (laughs) i mean as as far as jason like i worked with Uh, Jason when we shot that scene yeah, because we shot that scene in my apartment as well. Uh, So um, yeah, I had worked with Jason before at this point and I knew that he could he is great at just improv. Just he can roll with anything. And uh, what's funny is that he had he had long hair at that point in time. Mm. So, but in Don't Fuck No Lips 2, he didn't. Right. So when we see them and they come face to face and they're talking, he's got long hair and it's great because you'll see it if you go back and watch it, but he goes, blow your mind. And he turns just the right way to where you don't see any of his long hair. Um, And then, well, the wig hides the rest.
0: Right, right. But yeah, I I I just enjoyed that scene because those they they were look like they were laughing and (laughs) just having huh oh yeah Yeah. like genuinely it was like not just acting they just looked like they were genuinely having fun.
1: Uh, on the Blu-ray will be the like I always like to put bloopers at the end, Mm -hmm. but it's not the full bloopers. There's a lot more. Uh, that's I know on the Mm -hmm. Blu-ray. They haven't really told me much about the DVD yet, so um but yeah there's more of them in the tent and it's just (laughs) wild
0: well well your your whole film is wild but but it is fun um and and you know if you watch enough of these films or grew up like i did with these films in the 80s and and watching these 70s 80s films you catch the nods but it, it is fun and and you know, the one thing is you, you, for especially indie film, when you have a film that has the the scenes and the material that you have in here, you know, some people, I think, uh, think of like, it's just, oh, these dirty old men making these movies for themselves or whatnot. But I mean, that doesn't feel like the case. It feels like like you're doing this. With with your tongue in your in your cheek and, and you're having fun with it. Is that kind of the purpose with that? I mean you're entertaining and that and some other purpose, but this just feels like you're just having fun with this material.
1: Right. Like I kind of want to be, I don't know, borderline to where it's mm-hmm. it's like it's exploitation, but it's not like exploitation. Right. Like to where it's it straddles a fine line to where You know, we're having so much fun making it to where it's like, it doesn't like, it doesn't feel like it's exploitation because it's like, are you kidding me? These girls? Shit. (laughs) We were filming a scene and we come out and like one girl's been over the table getting paddled by another girl. And like these girls, the women went wild. The girls have gone wild. Okay. (laughs) so it's like we had so much fun filming things that like i don't really consider it an exploitation film but i understand why other people do right um yeah
0: it it kind of goes along with uh this past weekend i got to finally see troma's shakespeare shitstorm well hashtag shakespeare shitstorm but also you know a lot of the films troma proper has made and produced you know uh we were talking about this afterwards we're like they have nudity and they have the exploitation uh elements in there but it always feels like it's just done in fun like everybody is is having fun shooting those scenes it, like you said it doesn't feel like exploitation it just it's just you know they're having wild kind of similar to your old 80s uh comedies where you know regardless of the comedy it had to have a topless scene it didn't matter what it
1: i mean and take into consideration the day and age that we live in and mm-hmm. especially like all the just bad stuff that's gone in, on in like hollywood as well as indie film but like you know nobody wants to be labeled harvey weinstein okay. or anywhere remotely close to that and like I'm I'm very fortunate to work with the people I work with because there's been like a couple of times I've worked with somebody that I just didn't really gel with. Mm-hmm. And I tried, but either they don't get my humor or, you know, that kind of thing. So luckily, you know, everybody was on the same page for this. Like nobody was, I don't think anybody felt out of their element being on this set and all this, if anything, I felt more out of place sometimes because some of the girls had no problem just like (laughs) their clothes off right then and there. And it's like, we're not even filming. (laughs) like We're not rolling yet. Uh... (laughs) Right. Like, so yeah, if anything, if anybody found out, a place at some point in time, most <laughs> likely me, and I probably blushed and turned my head or something. Uh,
0: and you know, I, I always love asking this question: uh, What was probably the easiest scene to shoot, like that flowed really well, like you just hey one take, or you know, what was was there a scene in particular that just you just nailed like right away, and that was just really easy to 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 uh, shoot i know it's a hard it's actually a hard question when i ask that because everybody thinks of the the challenging one but i was wondering which one just kind of gelled like hey all right we got it like just instantly nope got
1: nothing nothing oh nothing
0: so it was all a I, challenge i got it I,
1: it wasn't all a challenge right <laughs> like I tried to think like were there any just one takes? Mm-hmm. I would have to say oh that's going to sound bad but um probably the easiest thing to shoot was was the shower scene because <laughs> uh I mean we were limited on angles because obviously we didn't want to show genitalia. Right. Um, and yeah, there were there was really like Three total shots to that, maybe four. So, you know, that was only like forty minutes to film all the shower stuff. So, oh, wow. Um, yeah. that was that was a that was probably the fastest pace. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, what does that say about us? <laughs> like,
0: well, you you as you said, uh, the 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 performers kind of worked it out ahead of time, so they were they were rolling with it. So. Uh yeah. they kind of knew what they had, so but no, that's interesting that it was that scene. That was
1: <laughs> because well, it the, go ahead. Normally I think that because of what's involved in that scene, it would take longer, like right. and it has before on other films, but not this time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they were they were just into their roles and they went with it. So
1: actually, um the the scene with Jason and Kaylee mm-hmm. played really well. If we could just get Kaylee to stop laughing at what Jason said. So I
0: did I did notice that the one blooper you had where where he said something and she just she loses. She just (laughs) loses
1: She's moving, but she's laughing at the same time.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, you have here, sir, a a very fun film, I think. Uh and I, I it's not going to be for everyone but that's what i love about indie film too is you you don't necessarily have to make a film for the widest range of audience yet are you surprised by who does enjoy like the first don't fuck in the woods and, and this one are there any surprises of, of who actually really enjoys these type of films
1: i mean i've had a oh man i'm gonna completely botch this but a uh She's like an an ambassador mm-hmm. for the United States uh I want to say in in South Africa mm-hmm. like who's like talked to me and bought copies of the film and like you know it's like it's crazy because you'd never think of something like that like a government official like let alone an international government official like liking your movie. <laughs> especially one called don't fuck in the woods. Right. Uh, So there's been some, some shocks Mm -hmm. uh, as far as that, but man, a lot of people are like, well, what if people don't like your movie? And it's like, I mean, they don't have to like it, Mm -hmm. but like if it distracts them from whatever's going on in their day and makes them forget about that for a little bit, that that's cool. That's that's exactly what I want. I'm not trying to set out to make something that is guaranteed that people are gonna like it, because that's probably never gonna happen.
0: Especially in today's day and age with the internet, right? (laughs) You're gonna find someone who's like, oh, well, this is that. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So
1: what's what's next
0: for you, sir? what What's on on deck for uh, Sean Burkett?
1: Um, Stranded is, uh, finishing up film festivals. Mm -hmm. Um, it's doing really good. Uh, after that, um, well, we're in process of finishing up Mr. Buzzkill, uh, which is Rob Collins, uh, debut feature film. Uh, and thankfully he, I I think I kind of like forced my way into it, but I play Mr. Buzzkill. Nice. Uh,
0: (laughs) get to be yeah. in front of, get to be in front of the camera so there you go. Yeah,
1: which is a first luckily i think i have one line <laughs> so that's perfect for me um but uh i'm, I'm currently working on something called project mothman hmm. um i'm gonna me personally i'm gonna stay in the creature realm mm-hmm. for a while but when i say realm i don't mean that kind of realm right right <laughs> like gonna go fantasy uh ever
0: sure but but you're, you're gonna be doing you we we could look forward to possibly more creature features from you in the in the future for a little
1: oh. while oh yeah we're working on one about the hopkinsville goblins nice. um i'm not gonna lie i would love another shot at a werewolf movie
0: Betsy was Betsy was fun. I enjoyed Betsy quite a bit. Uh, I just want
1: to do like a full like dog soldier style, be oh. like have just blood and gore and this massive wolf. Uh, but you know those kinds of things take money.
0: Yeah, <laughs> which is which is always the biggest challenge for indie film, right? Even you get the the great ideas, that's no shortage, but money. That's where the shortage is. right. <laughs> well, uh, I mean you you really make the most of what you have with your films and especially here with Don't Fuck in the Woods and uh two. And I, I think it it looks great, uh, you know, for what it what whatever budget you shot it on, I, I will say that it, it looks above whatever you may have
1: made it for. Um so and that was the goal. Mm-hmm. Like we really like in pre-production like i sat down and done so much homework like what kind of lenses to use because i mean i knew what everything that we used on the first film which surprisingly we used that stuff on the second film just had better lenses <laughs> so. i've
0: heard that that it sometimes it's just the lens it's just the the, the type of lens you're looking for uh, that that can make all the difference so uh yeah where can folks follow up and and keep up with what you're working on
1: um conceptmedia um i'm on instagram twitter tick Twitter, whatever <laughs> Twitter. Uh, i love it <laughs> uh any of those and it's just sm burkett
0: Fantastic. well uh, thank you, Sean. this has been fantastic to talk face to face with you. I know we normally chat online so uh, this is great folks don't fuck in the woods Two is out now. seriously watch them back to back they're they're fun movies uh, and and especially if you like those 80s old school creature features you really Sean captured the spirit of it and uh, thank you so much for taking time to talk to me.
1: Oh no thank you man.
0: you bet.